Do you feel stuck in your career? Do you feel maybe unmotivated at work? Would you like to get rid of procrastination and understand the work that you do and why you do the work that you do? Then this episode is exactly for you. With the new moon in Aquarius, we'll be diving into what makes us unique, what makes us different, and how we can best contribute to society and how this leads to career fulfillment. We'll be diving into some very, very practical exercises to help you find career fulfillment. So stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome to Coaching Meets Astrology. In this podcast, we combine career coaching with personal development and astrology to help you reach your career goals by focusing on authenticity, health and well-being, and collaboration. Enjoy the podcast! Welcome to this new episode. Today the new moon is in Aquarius and Aquarius is the archetype related to finding who you are within a group. It's about finding your individuality in the middle of other unique individuals. It's also about finding how you can contribute to the group using your own unique skills and experience. It's about being yourself amongst others It's about also living according to your values and living according to what you believe in. So what do you actually believe in? What are your values? What are your unique strengths? And how can you use that to figure out who you are and what you want out of life and make a career out of it so that you can do it even more and help society even more? For most of us, we're privileged enough to be able to be whomever we want to be and to have whatever we want to have in I mean in the modern world um, we have so many options we have literally the world at our fingertips we can go work in another country though now with COVID maybe it's a little bit more complicated but we still have a lot more options when it comes to choosing a career than the generation of our parents had we have also a lot more options in terms of changing career for example but in the middle of all these options, who are we and what do we actually want? It can be so easy to just get lost in the middle of a sea of options. If we can pick any career in the world with very little limitation, which one do we choose? There are so many options. And how do we commit to one career when there are so many other career options out there that are fascinating? Um, that's definitely a problem that I used to have. <laughs> um, and actually, there have been a lot of experiments that have been made on decision making. And it shows that if you have to pick something out of a small number of options, you're actually more satisfied with your choice than if you have to pick something out of a big number of options. And, you know, it's a typical shiny object syndrome. Um, there's always something else that looks more appealing or more attractive. And, you know, if we commit to one thing, aren't we missing out on all the rest? Um, I used to really suffer from the shiny object syndrome. And for those of you who are familiar with the Myers-Briggs psychometric test, uh, the MBTI, I'm an ENFP and we're uh, usually known to be very vulnerable to this shiny object syndrome. Um, so if you're also an ENFP listening, I, I feel your pain. Um, and 
you know that thing when when you're a child and adults are always asking you what do you want to be when you become an adult and that question would make me so 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 nervous i thought that i had to have it all figured out even before entering high school because so many people would just ask that question and so um, what i did was that i just um picked a random job that sounded fun and interesting to me without really thinking it through and I gave that answer to people when they would ask what I wanted to become and for me that answer at the time was fashion designer so we're very far away from that now <laughs> um, but I you know I used to like making clothes and drawing and I didn't think much further <laughs> because when I would tell people that answer um you know they uh they seem to be happy that i had settled for something um and obviously um this technique is really good at appeasing others but it's the best way to cause you panic attacks down the road so i definitely do not recommend this um yeah don't do this um And for me, for example, after doing a fashion design summer camp at the end of high school, I realized that it really wasn't for me. And it got me back to square one with still no clue what I wanted to do in life. And having wasted a huge amount of time visiting fashion design school across Europe. Um, so it's just save yourself the, <laughs> the hustle. Um, And so what I did is that I spent the next year as an exchange student in Germany. So I would learn German and it would give me some time to think about the big question, what do I want to do as a career? Um, and at the time, I hesitated between becoming a perfume creator or becoming a journalist. Um, yeah, it, it sounds very uh, different <laughs> one from the other. Um, and my reasoning was that on the one hand, I really loved chemistry and mathematics and creativity. So perfume creation seemed really appropriate. And on the other hand, I loved history, geography, writing, researching, exploring and connecting with people. So journalists seemed awesome. Um, And in the end, I actually went for that option, so journalism, and I ended up studying political sciences and European studies. And then during the studies, uh, obviously, I changed my mind 15 more times. Um, and, you know, I thought I would become a diplomat. Um, but at the same time, I was also focusing more and more on the more business and psychological aspect of things. So I finally ended up um, working as an HR consulting consultant, sorry, <laughs> after finishing my studies. So completely new direction. Um, and after working a few years in the field, I got a huge, huge burnout. Um, my brain basically went numb and my body was pushed way way past its limit limit um and it was a very tough time but at the same time it gave me the opportunity to review my life choices and to really look at what mattered in a calm way and finally i figured out my purpose um and that is to help people blossom in the best version of themselves to help them thrive in their career in their relationship and in their life by being truly truly authentic and pushing away all the I should do this and I should do that and really going back to what do I really want who am I really um, and that's what I want to bring with to others and so I decided to combine my HR experience um, my knowledge of mindset and brain hacks with astrology to help people have more clarity regarding who they are and their purpose and to change their mindset so their brains can be reprogrammed for fulfillment and abundance um, 
so yeah that that's for me and so now how can you actually figure out what you want to do if you're in a place where you feel a little bit stuck or if you're um even if you're in a job that you like but you feel a little bit less motivated than you were before um so there are a few options to help you with this one of the options um is actually to use astrology as it it can provide you with some insights regarding your personality and so um, your preferences also and so which career may be uh, best suited for you um and the way that astrology works is that is that it will show you what energies are present in your chart and what energies needs to be expressed and one of the way of expressing these energies is through your career um, we'll dive into how to use the birth chart to figure out your purpose in the next episode Um, for today, I prepared a few career coaching exercises first to help you increase your self-awareness. Um, and this self-awareness will also help you then for the next episode uh, with the astrological part. I think that, um, you know, it's something that's very important to understand with astrology is that it's not there to tell you like you're this way or you're that way. It's just showing you potential, but you get to choose the way that you express that potential and so it's very important that you are in the driver's seat of your life and so that's why today we'll first focus on self-awareness um so finding a fulfilling career it's about combining three key elements the first one is your interest it's what you love to do so more in terms of the topics that you really love the second one are your talent and so those are what you do better than others and the third one is your values and what drives you and it's super important to have those three elements because if you have one missing you you might be more demotivated um, another way of understanding those three elements is in a way that your interests are what you do your talents are how you do it and your values are why you do it and All those three aspects tie into the Aquarius archetype of finding your individuality within a group. So the Aquarius archetype, it's all about um, each of us being different, but also being equal. And so this, mean, this means that your talents, interests and values are unique and they are what helps you to actually contribute to the group in your own unique way. And others have their own unique talents, interests, and values, and that helps them to contribute to the group in their own way. And so actually, as a group, we need everyone's unique personality to, to really work well, and we need to collaborate with others. So um, can you have a successful career if you're missing one of these three elements? So you can definitely be successful. Um, even if you have only one or two of these elements, the thing is that chances are that you won't be fulfilled. Let's say that you have, for example, um, talents, but you're missing interests and values. So basically, you're very good at your job, but you're um, bored and unmotivated because it's not, it doesn't fit your interests and it doesn't fit your values. And so... Um, you have the capabilities, you can do your job. But the thing is that you'll probably rely solely on stress to get you working, as opposed to relying on intrinsic motivation. And so in the short, short term, you'll, you know, you'll have um, a bad impact on your productivity and on the quality of your work, because you'll just work last minute or really just under stress to get you moving. And in the long run, 
you know, relying solely on stress, it can have a terrible impact on your health. So you, you know, you'll be good at it and you can progress in your career. But is that really what you want? I mean, <laughs> it's, it's not maybe the best option in the long run. And on the other hand, for example, let's say that you're interested and motivated in your work, but um, you don't actually have the talent for it at least yet um, and it's too far of a stretch um, and it's maybe very different from your natural abilities so that may have a very negative impact on your self-confidence and then you could start procrastinating out of fear of failure and obviously it's um, it's okay if uh, in terms of talent that you know you don't have everything um, but you should have at least a base of talent um, in your career or a very strong program to help you develop to get to where you want to. So how do we find out our values, talents and interests? Um, there are a few exercises that you can do uh, for the, each of these elements. Um, if you want, if you're at home, if you can take a pen and paper so you can write down your answers, it will be easier. And you can pause the podcast while you're answering each of the exercises so that you have more time to think about it. Um, you can also come back to it at a later stage. So uh, let's start with the first elements, which is your values. So um, your values are your hidden motivation. It's what pushes you into action. It's what drives your behavior. Um the first exercise that you can do is um, think about the three people that you admire the most. Why do you admire them? What characteristics do they have that make you want to be like them? Now, um, think about what usually makes you angry. So think back to when you got angry for example last time or the five last time and ask yourself what was it that truly made you angry not the topic but the issue so for example um let's say that you got angry because your partner didn't empty the dishwasher i think that's the classic um <laughs> why did it make you angry is it because you value respect and you felt disrespected or because you value fairness and you thought that it was unfair that you're always the one do, emptying the dishwasher. What was truly behind your anger? And just with the second exercises, uh, exercise, sorry, um, pay attention to the fact that sometimes the source of your anger is um, not just someone trespassing your value, but it's more someone touching your one of your emotional wounds. Um, so that would be a little bit different. Um, but yeah, you can, if you have, if you're having a hard time with this one, you can also um, work with a coach. You can uh, definitely reach out to me if you want. I'll uh, leave my contact detail in the description of the episode. Um, but try to think about, yeah, why do things make you angry usually? And what's the pattern that you can see there? So now we'll dive into your talents. I'm I'm going rather fast because I assume that you can just pause the episode, by the way. So don't don't feel rushed. If you need extra time, just hit pause and come back to the rest later. Don't worry. Um, so your talents are not only what you do well, but most importantly, it's what you do better than others. So it's actually what distinguishes you from others in terms of capabilities. Sorry. And so it's 
it's an important exercises exercise sorry because we usually take our talents for granted um they seem so easy and effortless for us that we don't always realize that they're actually not easy and effortless for others and so the thing is that when we have this mentality sometimes we don't give our talents the proper value that they deserve let's say that you're um you're very empathetic for example you might think oh but i mean everyone can listen to others and everyone can understand their emotions and actually for other people it may be super hard but because for you it's so effortless you don't value it and sometimes also then you don't um, put a price on it career-wise in the sense of really actually using it in your career and really valuing it when you negotiate for your salary for example and so um, to uncover your talents, um, there are also a few exercises that you can do. The first one is think about what do people usually ask your help for? Um, are they are they usually asking you for help when they have conflict with others and so they, they need help in understanding others or resolving the conflict? Or are you the person they ask for advice when they have a technical problem to solve? Um, are you maybe the shoulder that they cry on when times are tough? What do you, people usually come to you for? Now, another thing that you can do is also to ask your friends, family and colleagues, what are your top three strengths according to them? And when you do this, it's best if you ask people from different circles because they may see different aspects of your personality. So, you know, when we're in different environments, we have some different um, talents that may show up. I mean, you know, let's say if you're excellent with um, Excel, um, your spouse may not be aware of this because they do not work with you um, with that. So once you have done this exercise, if you see that some specific strengths are coming up frequently from different circle uh, circles of people, you can trust that you know you have these strengths um, and that they're strengths that actually define you. So once again, it's not just what you do well, it's what you do better than others. And a last um, question that you can ask yourself, last exercise that you can do is what would you do or what do you already do even if you're not paid and it's still also fun and effortless. So um, it's important to not only take into account what you would do for free, um, but also that it's fun and effortless because sometimes there are things that we do for free out of obligation. Um, let's say that you've been raised with the idea that you should always let spe people speak and listen attentively, for example, because when you were five, your parents told you uh, to be silent and listen. And so now, even when you do not have the energy for it, you may still be silent and listen to people, but actually it's draining all your energy. And so that would not count as a strength, for example, because it's draining your energy. But let's say that you... Um, you really love um, giving advice to people and that's something that you would do, um, you could do all day basically and that you do even if it was free, then it can be one of your strengths, for example. So um, now I'd like to, to look already at all the answers that you've written and to see if you see already some common themes. Um, what keeps on popping up? Do you see some a common thread in them? Um, 
And once you're done with that, once again, you can just pause the podcast. Um, the last element that we'll work on are your interests. So your interests are the um, topics that truly fascinate you. It's what you love learning about. So the first exercise that you can do, um, that's one to do when you're at home. Um, if you're not at home right now, it's okay. Just come back to it later. Um, and what I want you to do is to look at your library or uh, on your Kindle if you have only electronic books and to find a red thread between all those books. So what are the most common topics that keep on popping up when you look at your books? Um, are they fantasy books? Are they business books, psychology, um, environment, um, really technology, uh, whatever the topic, politics, maybe history. So um, are your books um, mainly uh, in, in foreign languages or about learning languages, travels? Really look at the topics that, that come up all the time. And also when I say look at your books, look at the ones that you... Um, that you chose and that you enjoy reading um, if it's a gift from your grandma that you keep out of politeness it, it doesn't count um, in there so also now think about the, the conversations that you have with your friends what do you usually talk about what's your favorite conversation topic what do you always come back to for example is it um, current um, news or um I don't know the last uh, the last Tesla maybe or if it's technology that fascinates you um, all those things. So really think about what do you usually talk about. And the last exercise is what were your favorite classes at school or at university. And for example, if you could choose um, elective elective courses. Um, which one did you choose usually? Were there some specific topics that were really fascinating for you? So now once again, look at all the answers that you've written and look at the common themes also and also what keeps on popping up. And that should give you already a, a basic idea at least of your uh, your values, interests and um and talents, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm missing my words. Um, and yeah, so this concludes this episode. I, I hope it was helpful. Um, just please note that all those exercises are just a few examples to get you started. Um, I try to bring you as much value as I can, but within one episode, so it can't be too long either. Um, but if you want to do a complete deep dive in your personality and understand better your unique added value, you're really welcome to reach out to me for a coaching session. Um, I'd be happy to help you with some additional exercises. Um, and yeah, I'll add my contact detail in the description. Um, if you like this episode, please be sure to uh, leave a review and to um, to subscribe so that you get... Um, notified when you when new episodes come out and if you'd like to connect with me um either on instagram or on facebook uh it's at dreammakers world i'll also add that in the description have a great day and i'll see you in the next episode bye